Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. All right. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and we welcome you back to part two. Um, If you haven't heard part one, go listen. We had an amazing discussion with Dr. Saida Dizile. Now we're going to continue our discussion in part two, all about the omni-orgasm and squirting. Yes. Yay. (laughs) So this is so much fun. Uh, Many, 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 many years ago, I wasn't sure what orgasm was. And I was hearing about it. And I went and read, you know, the things I could have access to as a kid, which was an encyclopedia, to find out what's orgasm. And uh, the definition that was in there was so disappointing. I'm like, I guess I don't have orgasms. (laughs) So many years after that, what I started to realize is that I was having orgasms all the time, but not necessarily ones that involved just, you know, genital stimulation and pelvic contraction. And then when I started investigating further, just even opposite, I like to observe, and I observe babies, and I observe all people of all ages, and what I was noticing is that babies are innately very erotic and very innocent, so I call it erotic innocence, and everything is pleasurable. They, like, suck on their toe, and they pull on, you know, they're just pulling on everything. They don't know, and it's all just amazing to them, right? So there's this kind of like this innocent, erotically innocent, but not fully conscious, omni-orgasmic state that we have, what we were born into. And then we quickly, quickly learn that we can't do that, or we can't be that way, or yada, yada. But that part of me was never shut down. So I was able to have deep pleasure through all my senses. I would eat something and have an orgasm. I would smell something and have an orgasm. I would see something and have an orgasm, like oh, what's going on here? And then what I realized is, A, I didn't have the definition, meaning I wasn't trying to define my orgasm in a small box, so there was no box, so then I was having all these experiences. And two, I started to realize, actually, this is a human birthright. Our sensuality, again, all the senses, the way we make sense of reality, we tend, it tends to numb down just because it's overstimulated, right? Like loud, dinky, machines and noises and chaos and and it can really compress the sensuality but if we actually consciously choose to wake up sensuality we start to bridge back to an omni-orgasmic state and so with carol that suggestion i was saying like monday you might be watching a sunset Mm -hmm. and actually have you know an ejaculation Mm -hmm. type orgasm uh what i was referring to there is the ability to start to bridge you know the, how to f- you feel orgasmically, and then you bring that memory, body memory, into a very sensual moment, and you start through neural pathways. Again, you kind of crossing nerve fibers that maybe haven't crossed before, and you're building new neural pathways that get activated no matter what sense is activated, and that starts to awaken the omni-orgasmic potential in the body, and that, as far as I can tell, has no limit. Wow. 
I guess that's the connection that I make when I'm even just doing my makeup and thinking about the the night ahead. And I'm already feeling sexy. I'm feeling aroused at that moment. And no one has touched me. No one. We're not even in the place where we're going. I'm still just, you know, fresh out the shower. And I'm like aroused already. But it's a little bit also like um, when we prepare for an evening and we turn down the lights. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we put on some candles. And some aromatherapy. And you're thinking about what's going to happen, what's coming up, and you're already feeling that sexiness, right? Well, and we talk about all day foreplay, so like it starts the whole day. There's nothing wrong with thinking about sex all day. It's not about having sex all day. We wouldn't be very productive that way unless, you know, that was our business. So then you're saying that this type of sexiness or arousal can be applied to orgasmic uh, conditioning, I guess, looking at other things and eating some food or watching something pleasure. So it's like expanding on a pleasure and ending up in an orgasmic state. Is that kind of how yes. it makes sense? Yes. Yes. And the thing is, nobody needs to know that it's happening. So, you know, you could be um, out somewhere publicly. You could be, and I remember this one time I was on the the metro uh, in New York City. <laughs> And you know those poles that you hang on to yeah. in the subway? Mm-hmm. I started having a full body orgasm. Wow. I was like, oh my Lord, this is amazing. Because I could feel the young uh, energy of, there was like three or four teenage, kind of like 18, 19 year old uh, men, but they were very horny. You could feel it. Wow. <laughs> and so just their presence kind of induced this experience in my body, but it wasn't appropriate to let them know that. It wasn't appropriate to be screaming or squirting or doing any of that. <laughs> So there was, but, but the, the, the part I'm wanting to make is we can have these beautiful experiences, but they're held within our being. And what that's doing is just enriching us. It's enlivening us. It's actually keeping our vitality levels very high. It's great for the immune system. It's great for all the systems and no one would ever need to know. And that's, I think, a very beautiful part of this art, a very beautiful part of self-mastery is it's not, we don't always have to advertise it but we get to enjoy it and we don't have to shut it down just because we are in a public setting. Well, and it's like opening up the receptors to receive whatever it is that's going to bring us joy and we can share that joy for ourselves and or maybe with a partner if that's appropriate, like you said, but it's just being ready to receive that and what to do with it once you've got it inside you. Like you were receiving the sexuality from those people that were around you and the energy that came to you, and then you were able to uh, enjoy that in your own body. Exactly, because we're we're sensual beings, we're erotic beings, and again, there's, you're also wise, you're an adult, you can look around, you know what's appropriate, what mm-hmm. isn't. Mm-hmm. Like when you go to your parties, there's like... Uh, things that you agree upon right. in those spaces, mm-hmm. you know, and there's consent and there's, there's decency. And, you know, so there's this, there's also a beautiful facet of that. And so you can allow yourself to feel, but you're not just like a rabid dog going around just <laughs> exactly. destroying everything. Right. And I think that's what people are so afraid of that they're going to misbehave that they shut it all down. No, absolutely. No, that is such a great 
um, thought that we can learn to open up and receive those different types of pleasure, which might or might not induce an orgasm, but certainly can bring more pleasure and joy to your own life. Happiness. Uh, yeah, and just have a better life yep. because of it. Okay, now, Saida, let's yes. get into squirting and how that comes about. <laughs> and Carol will talk about how we learned how <laughs> she squirts. And now she's like a gusher and she can do it even just by tapping my cock on her clit. But l let's talk about the physiology around that. Okay, great. So um, I love I love hearing this, actually, because I think that all women have the physiology for that experience. So that's fantastic, you know, that, that you're speaking about this openly because I think it needs to be shared openly. A lot of people think it's a special, only certain women are built for it and others are not. The thing to pay attention to for those who haven't yet and who are trying and it's not working is that what's amazing, and I'm going to guess that Carol really loves you, David, mm -hmm. and feels deeply connected and aroused by you. That's what I'm going to guess. Mm -hmm. And her psyche is then open. When a woman's psyche doesn't trust or isn't open or there's some shame, it's very hard for that system to come online. So that's number one. I just want to clear that so that people understand that they're not necessarily doing something wrong. It just may mean that either they don't totally know how to relax or they actually have trust issues with their partner or um, they're working too hard to make it happen because they don't need to work hard to make it happen as you just explained. Right. Now the physiology is interesting and I'm going to share a personal experience with you because I think it's important to understand the physiology and um, so as you know already, I had a healthy self-pleasure experience when I was a child. And when I got my first uh, menstrual cycle, immediately after that first menstrual cycle, I had my first ejaculation. Mm -hmm. I was alone. I was just self-pleasuring like I normally do. And then that happened. Now, what I, um, when I think back about that historically and look back at that moment, what I realize is both men and women, when they hit a certain time in hormonal maturation, men will also go from having orgasms without ejaculating, and then they mature hormonally, and all of a sudden one day they start ejaculating. That's because their system is now maturing, right? Mm -hmm. Women have the same. I really believe it because I've interviewed many other women who were ejaculating as kids, and it happened always after their first period. Mm. I find that very fascinating. Yeah. So it's a hormonal it's a hormonal activation of that possibility. Now, what's also fascinating is um, I studied a lot. I had a look at, well, what is this fluid and where is it coming from, right? Yes, that's what <laughs> I, that was my first question also. Right, it's like, am I peeing myself? What's happening here? So let's talk about that. And that's actually in my first book, Emergence of the Sensual Woman. The last chapter, chapter 12, deals with this entire subject. There are three what's known as the sacred waters or holy waters of in, in this part of a woman's body. The first is um, stimulating the clitoris. And the waters there, uh, women, just like men, like when you're in the fetus, we, it, both men and women develop um, prostate-like tissue that wraps around the urethra. For men, it um, stays in the shape of a walnut, for a woman, it actually lengthens around her urethra, but it's the same tissue. Inside the woman's tissue are all these little ducts. So just notice right now in your own mouth, if you're like, producing saliva, how wet your mouth is. 
it's a similar kind of ducts in that system. So as you're getting aroused, there's more and more fluids that will come. And then the skein's glands, which is, um, if you look at their urethra, on either side, there's two little slits. So David, if you ever look really closely when this is happening, you can actually see fluid coming out on either side of the urethra, which is super cool. Mm -hmm. Like, what? Mm -hmm. That is so cool. So that's the first waters. The second water is coming from the bladder. But like many things, alchemically, if you're in a lab and you put one different substance in, say, a a bottle of liquid, it could change the entire bottle of liquid to something else. So what happens in a woman's um, adrenals when she's highly aroused and she's healthy, she produces something called aldosterone. It's mostly known because it's healthy, good for your heart, but it also affects the fluids that the kidneys produce. And so one of the tests they did is they gave women pills that would dye their urine blue, okay? And so they had the, the scientists, and I gave this to the women. The women would um, have a nice, fresh white towel, and they would urinate, and it would be blue. Then they would take that towel away, put a new, fresh towel. The woman would lay back. She'd get aroused. She'd masturbate. She'd ejaculate. It, it was just clear on the towel. And then they would, they would remove that towel and put a fresh one, and she would just relax until she became unaroused, and then she would release fluid, and it would be blue again. So what that told them is that in in the high arousal states, hormonal changes happen, and they change the fluid content. And so that's why you can have literally like destroy an entire mattress. (laughs) (laughs) We know that. fluid, right? It's just like, where is this all coming from? (laughs) So your body is this miracle who knows what to do and is creating this amazing, also known as ambrosia. Wow. And then the third waters actually come from the deep, deep um, the tissues of the vagina and the cervix and possibly the uterus. It's not been proven yet. Um, and that's a much more rare one where you would probably be having deep penetration with slight rocking movement, like not a lot of thrusting, but more rocking where you're rubbing the area of the cervix or slightly around the cervix. And then the fluid there does not come out of the urethra. It actually comes out of the vagina. And it's so astringent that everything tightens. And so it's almost impossible to move once that fluid has come through. Wow. So those are the three main ones. Yeah. I love that explanation. And, you know, I'm telling you, when I first started squirting, I, I guess it was 10, 12 years ago. I don't even know the exact date. But it was after I had, I had met David, and he's the one who made me squirt. We both tried to figure out online, what, what is this, where does it come from, and what is it all about? And I'm telling you, it just was not available. The information was not available readily. We sh- even had a, a no. sexologist friend of ours, and she could not even answer the question. Um, but now that we, I think even 10, 12 years later, that it's more common or maybe for us anyways it's more common to discuss because we're swingers and we're more open with our sexuality um, because I am a gusher and a lot of my swinger friends ask how did that happen how did it get started where you know where does it come from at least now we have some explanations that uh, you know it's not mm. pee for sure we know it's not pee there's no way it doesn't smell it doesn't taste like pee and those that see it on porn just can't believe it's not because it can come out in such gushing that where would that possibly come from so you're right the body's like yeah. a miracle worker and it's so cool that but, it could actually do things like that and carol has is, is such a big squirter that about uh, three years ago we actually 
produced and and now sell a waterproof sex blanket mm-hmm. called the Throws of Passion um, Pleasure Blanket. We sell it on Amazon, and it's not only to protect your sheets, it protects the mattress. It's 100% waterproof because we were just tired of having to change the yes. mattress and change the sheets and <laughs> towels don't do anything. No. So yeah. go to Amazon and find our Throws of Passion waterproof blanket. It is tremendous. That's awesome. Yeah, you definitely need that, you know, so you're just going to relax. But I tell couples if they're new at it and they're trying just do it, you know, in the bathtub even, like just have some fun mm-hmm. and and even if it were pee once or twice, for example, because sometimes that can happen. Who cares? Yeah, it's who cares? Pee. That's what I deal. say, too. It's, it's sterile. Mm-hmm. It's sterile. doesn't matter. And then, um, but the thing is, the sensation is the same. There's this, because the bladder fills, and a woman's like, oh, my God, you know, I'm going to pee myself. Yes, because it's coming out through the mm-hmm. urethra. Mm-hmm. And it could have a few drops of urine left if you didn't clear your bladder before sex. That's absolutely possible. Um so I usually tell women, like, clear your bladder right before sex, make sure you're super hydrated, and then whatever's coming after that, just, let, like, relax into it because it's absolutely wonderful. Oh, I love and it. it's very healing. Yeah, it's very healing for men. It is. I love it all uh, over my face. Uh, yeah. uh, it's just it's just such a, a, a an erotic experience that this big gush just comes all over me because the moment is so erotic and sensual and both of us are so turned on because – you, you can't score it unless you're turned on and in the moment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the thing is that's cool about it, and I think, Carol, um, you're definitely like on, on the verge of that if you haven't done it already, but there is possibility of having this happen when you're just looking at, say, a beautiful sunset, but you, will, you experience it as um, an orgasmic experience mm-hmm. because we are omni-orgasmic, and you could start you know, releasing <laughs> no, I, <laughs> when I mean, you're in a park somewhere yeah. or something. Well, it's absolutely true that it does happen in your brain because even as I'm getting ready, uh, putting on my makeup, you come out the shower, getting ready to go out for an evening where I know I'm going to be dressed sexy and I'm going to be, you know, with David and maybe we're going to meet some swinger friends or not. It doesn't matter. But very often, just that, putting on my makeup and feeling and sexy, heels. I could touch my clit and squirt all over the bathroom floor. Just because it's a, you know, you're feeling good about yourself. It's an emotional connection that you have with your body. And so, yeah, I believe it, that you probably could look at a sunset and have a a similar loving, beautiful, joyous feeling. And next, you know, you want to squirt. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, absolutely. The ancients loved this fluid because it was known, because it's full of hormones. So it's actually really healing for a partner to to ingest it. It's not like a, not bad for you. I just I, want to say that. I love it. That's a good thing because David has swallowed so much squirt in his life. It is, it is <laughs> such a huge turn That's on. probably why he doesn't look 56 and only 55. That's, That's, why, that's right. probably it's why. The <laughs> waters of youth, right? Mm-hmm. The fountain of youth. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Well, that is an amazing way to end an amazing show. Saida, take a minute now and tell everyone how they can reach out to you, how they can find your books, and um, just get more of the wonderful things that you're doing in this world. Thank you, David. So we talked about the jade egg, so you could find it at the jadeegg.com and there's lots of free videos and information there to help and I think I have a free ebook to really orient women to what it is and how to use it etc so thejadeegg.com for the book desire desirethebook.com is where you would uh, get all the different links of where it's available audio ebook and physical book 
And then my actual website is dareyourdesire.com, dareyourdesire.com. It would be lovely to support uh, anyone who wishes to learn more. Beautiful. And we're learning more and more every week with all our fantastic expert guests, and we hope you do too. So remember, you can go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com, where you can find credible information about sex and sexuality and relationships and all sorts of ways how to spice up your sex life. I can remember to sign up on sdc.com if you're looking for an open-minded online community to meet other sexy people and find out where the events are happening near you. If you use promo code 30314, you'll get the first month free. So check it out. And of course, let's remind everybody again that we're going to Nadia New Orleans July 24th to 28th. It is the largest lifestyle convention for couples in the world. We're going to be one of the 1,300 couples taking over Bourbon Street and two of the French Quarter's largest hotels. And for more information about that trip and everything else, you can visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com, or simply send us an email at ask at carolindavid.com. Well, that's it for our show today. Dr. Saida Desilet, thank you so much for being here. Merci. Oh, thank you so much, David and Carol. You're a beautiful couple, and I really appreciated being on your show today. Our pleasure. We look forward to meeting you in person one day when we come out west. Fantastic. And let's thank all our amazing listeners for listening as well and remind everyone that they can tune in to the Sexy Lifestyle Network for 24-7 talk radio all about sex and sexuality. We have 25 other hosts there and we remind you once again that's the sexylifestylenetwork.com. So join us again next time for another hour of the Sexy Lifestyle talking about sex, sexuality and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy and always horny. Stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on The Sexy Lifestyle Network. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new. Spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. 
It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throws of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now.